Hello and welcome to the Slow Home Podcast. This is episode number 111 and it's the third episode in our October monthly experiment of decluttering every day. We're playing the men's game, which means that every day we're going through our house and removing day one, we removed one item of clutter, day two, two items and so on until the end of the month. And it is now the middle of the month. How are we going, Ben? We're working to that magic 498 items. Mm -hmm. And the last week we doubled, funnily enough, (laughs) the previous week's total, (laughs) each having to declutter 98 items. really struggled in last week's episode we spoke about how we'd really struggled with the previous week's decluttering how did you find this week i'm curious to see if you feel the same way i do heaps easy heaps it was though wasn't it yeah i just there's a few things that helped us make it really easy for example we're getting our house painted at the moment so we had to clear out a number of our rooms and in doing so enjoyed decluttering each room as we went it was that i mean look i admit that made it definitely so much easier easier i think we could have decluttered more than 98 i mean of course we would have could have but it just made it really easy i think that's definitely part of it part of it but for me i also looked at our stuff more dispassionately this past Mm. week than I did the week before Mm. because we didn't have a lot. That was the thing that I was kind of coming up against. And I'd spoken previously about not wanting to include the kids' toys and things like that in our tally of 500 items each. So, well, to me, there's a, you know, a significant chunk of things that could maybe disappear from their rooms. It's not the point of this experiment. It was more about challenging our perception of what was enough and what was clutter and what was worth keeping and what we were kind of keeping just out of habit and I think the second week was sort of difficult for me because it was really challenging that place that we'd gotten to where everything that that we owned we thought we'd like we've gone through this we know that we need it we're keeping it because we use it turns out that's not actually true like we'd made a lot of assumptions or I had made a lot of assumptions about the things that we'd kept and the fact that they were still you know relevant and useful and important And I think this past week, I was able to go back and look at stuff much more clinically and with, you know, that that questioning kind of eye that I mentioned a bit last week. And I can't believe the difference it made, to be honest. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I really enjoyed... So the rooms that we really got into this last week uh, was our office, so our third bedroom. It, It was originally, going back five, six years ago, it was like the room was the dumping ground, wasn't it? It was the junk room. It was the junk room. We had It was so full. Oh, it was disgusting. Of, of stuff. And we work out of there now, so it's not really full of stuff. But it's amazing how much work stuff you you get along the way over, you know, it's been 10 months, but just lots and bits and pieces of miscellaneous clutter of junky stuff mm. that may just sit in a drawer and it takes, you know, you, it takes you to go through it all and you just want, you just realise how much of this stuff you accumulate. 
Yeah, I think that's probably been our one area where we've probably not been as intentional with the stuff that comes in as normal. Mm. Um, I think that, you know, it's just a matter of convenience sometimes to put things in a pile and think I'll deal with it later. And inevitably we do deal with it later, but in the meantime, it kind of becomes this heavy, cluttery kind of feeling. Uh, and yeah, I think that, that that's probably an area that we would, can still spend some more time. I think we will the next week when we move back in. Yeah. <laughs> go through it all before we, again, before we, we lay it all out in the office. Now, what are some of the other items that you specifically decluttered and want to raise the last week? So I went through our medicine cabinet, which has been a suggestion from a few listeners as a great place to find. If you're, if you're struggling to find, you know, the number of items you need for that day, medicine cabinet and bathroom cabinets both really good places to go. I think that we had a whole heap of medicines that had gone out of out of date, out of date or, mm. you know, creams and stuff that I, I don't necessarily know why we had them because I don't ever use them, but they mm. all went because they were out of, out of date. Uh, and also I went, I actually had this box of stuff that's been sitting in our linen cupboard down the bottom for, I don't know, two or three years. And it's where I put my seasonal clothes that, like that are out of season and also things that I'm not entirely sure if I'm going to miss them or not. So in it, there was a couple of t-shirts, there was a couple of dresses and there was, Oh, pardon me, a whole heap of my old jewelry from like back in the day when I had Ah, my jewelry trove. And I, I had kept it on purpose because I wasn't ready to let it go. I don't wear jewelry. Like I wear the same two pieces of jewelry every day forever but I wasn't quite ready to let go of, you know, the, the stuff, the last few pieces of jewelry from my, my label. And I looked at this stuff on whenever it was, Saturday or Sunday, and I had no feeling for it either way. Wow. But what struck me was that that took time. Mm. And I think that's really important to kind of highlight because people worry about, you know, their ability to let go of sentimental items or things that for whatever reason have, we have an attachment to. And rather than judge that and feel bad about it, it was really nice to be able to recognize that that was just going to take a bit of time. Mm. And slowly it, it evolved from things that were important to things that I kind of had an attachment to and wasn't ready to let go of to things that just had become excess. And that kind of took a period of, of two years probably. I'd been through that box probably three times slowly sifting through things, letting things go. And the box became emptier and emptier, but it wasn't until the weekend that I, I let it go and it's, it's gone. And I had nothing but relief when, when we dropped it off at Vinnie's. But yeah, I think that was probably a big thing for me. Mm. And it's nice to recognize how much we change and shift our, our idea of enough. Yeah, that was mass. I think that's massive for you this last week. So some of the other stuff that we've decluttered, over the last week, we had a lot of outdoor, outdoor games, some of them still in their original packaging that we haven't even opened. Mm. They're either gifts or hand-me-downs from people. That we just haven't used. A big suitcase of mine that I've, I've had for quite some time that I just don't use anymore and took up so, so much room, mm. amazing amount of room. But you hold, it, hold on to it because you're like, well, it's a suitcase. Yeah, We're going to use it. It's that, useful. That, you know. Again, suitcase from when I traveled a lot for work and I just don't think I'll need, you know, that sort of type of suitcase anymore. Mm. So that's gone. Readjusting. Yeah. And more DVDs for me as well. That went. 
and that will continue to go. <laughs> They'll keep cropping up over yeah. the next two weeks. I've still got. I'm still holding my uh, my Joker cards for the last <laughs> the thirtieth and the thirty first. They're going to be doozies. <laughs> you might go over the five hundred, <laughs> given what your Joker card is. So I think, you know, that that's sort of where we're at at the moment. I think that oh, one of the other things that I wanted to talk about really quickly was we removed curtains from a couple of the bedrooms. Yep. They were patterned curtains that, you know, I bought when the kids were really little. They were very cute. But as the kids started to choose their own things and their own decor and all that kind of stuff, I felt like their rooms looked visually cluttered because there were so many opposing patterns. So we took down the curtains and the curtain rods and they've still got blinds and it's fine. But that was a big thing for me to recognize that not only is it the volume of stuff that can impact how I feel about a space. The 3D volume. Yeah, but... The 2D volume. Exactly. It is. It's like the Mm. the clashing of patterns and the, the, I don't know, the overstimulation or something like that. And our daughter actually said when we took them down, I feel like I can breathe. Oh, wow. I I didn't even coach her to say that. She actually came to that conclusion herself. So that was really something that was really nice i enjoyed i enjoyed that that kind of realization too but hopefully you know you guys are still playing along i know a lot of you are instagram hashtag particularly has been pretty active we've got the hashtag slow home experiment and then also be sure to use min's game so that joshua and ryan know that you guys are playing along as well but some really cool stuff that people are starting to to let go of And if you have actually one thing I wanted to do for our final week of the decluttering experiment, please do go on anyone who has a, like a really specific decluttering tip or some advice, Hmm. head over to Facebook. We're just slow your home on Facebook and I've got a thread there for you. Leave your number one decluttering tip and I'm going to pull them all together and put them into a, you know, a blog post or a, a podcast or something like that. Because I think, People are kind of a bit stuck and, you know, if they're listening to this and they say, I want to do it, but I don't know how to start or what do I do with these things and how do I deal with sentimental items, I would love your input. So head over to Facebook and, uh, yeah, leave your, leave your tip there. In the meantime, though, have a lovely week. Hi, Puck.